All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We are back on a positive Friday on sports. 1440, week one. We made it through. And you know what? It's getting better all the time. Uh, this is the first show that we have had no camera issues turns out there was like some sort of setting because the reason the camera kept shutting off is because uh, it didn't know it was on continual mode and so it would basically go into sleep mode and i guess there's something that i don't set up the cameras trust me anybody knows me i'm not the tech guy on the show at all but uh our our tech guru came in yesterday and then uh, yaremchuk and connor and them figured out the rest and so here we are it only took us a few days to figure it out, but we did. And that's all that mattered. Better late than never. And so now Connor and Declan, because I wish I would have had a camera on Connor and Declan as they were running all of that stuff uh, during it. Uh, it. You know, they probably lost a few pounds. And thankfully, Connor's mom, by the way, she made a massive bag of homemade chocolate chip cookies that have been in the studio now for a few days. We put them in the fridge overnight. Like there's so many of them. Like they are unreal. So uh, Mrs. Hallie, you're a saint. You're a gem. So obviously you've done pretty well. You've raised pretty good son. So, but uh, your your baking takes it to a whole new level. So uh, thanks very much, Cons. I'm, I'm amazed that you're not a little bit more chunky with uh, those type of cookies available all the time. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I brought them here, so I can distribute them amongst the people here in the office. Get yeah, rid yeah. of them. Yeah, she that, get used to that, Gregor. That's going to be kind of a weekly thing. Buddy, I love a bake. I love a good baker, man. I love it. Uh, the Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, get in the game. Try it out. They got all these new boost games that you can play. It is unbelievable. Fun little prop bets uh, inside the game, and there's small ones like ten dollars, five. So it allows you to stay within your letter. Check it out at PlayAlberta.ca. Of course, the uh, first weekend of NFL will have a lot of props. We're going to get to some of our picks uh, a little bit later on in the uh, 5 o'clock hour today. And now we get to the uh, oil report brought to you by Volvo of Edmonton. You can finance a new or demo or certified pre-owned vehicle as low as 1.49% at Canada's number one Volvo dealership 
Volvo of Edmonton, uh, who's been a longtime partner uh, of our show, uh, Mike Norris and, uh, and Jordy uh, Capina down at uh, Volvo. It's unbelievable service. Not only great vehicles, but the service you get, top notch. So check it out. And uh, we welcome in. He's making his, uh, well, it's not his debut. I think he's been on the show once or twice uh, in the past. Um, you won't see him on the broadcast because he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a man about town. He doesn't like to show his face very often. Right? It's not disfigured. He just doesn't like to show it. He's very shy. He's known as uh, Wanye Gretz, one of the, uh, the OG founders of uh, Oilers Nation. A uh, huge uh, Oilers fan uh, who really started out the site. Like, we can get into success stories of, of local businesses, and uh, his might be right at the top of the list. Basically, his fandom and his anger at Ryan Smith being traded led into a, a very successful website chain. It's kind of funny, Wanye. It's kind of funny when you think about it. You got to put your rage into something positive. It's Positive Friday. That works. Positive. Fr- I'm positive it's Friday. Can I be on the show? Yeah, you can be on the show. I was just across the street at Simon's getting jeans and thought I'd pop over for a couple hours, see how this ends up. Yeah, well, I noticed you walked in, so you don't shop in the same super tight category as Struddy does. Oh, why? Is he a Simon's guy? Well, no, he's just super tight jeans guy. Oh, He's kind of like Kramer. He likes right. to... You know, he he would step into the studio, but not be. He'd have to stand up to do. Yeah. The show. I'm actually early for a dinner at Bubba Gum Shrimp up the road, so I just thought I'd come in here for. I've, a t- true story. I've yeah. never I've never eaten at Bubba Gum Shrimp, even though it's a chain in one of my favorite movies of all time. It's like, amazing that it's still around in 2023. Like, congratulations to them. Like, how many other movies from the 90s still have themed restaurants going from it? There's a bunch of them too. Have you ever eaten at Bubba Gum Shrimp? I have not. Me neither. Now, Declan was telling us during the break that he has, and every time he's eaten there, he loves it. So, For real? And I, and I love shrimp. So anybody else, text us on the text line, 833-401-1440, or chime in on uh, the YouTube chat uh, for orders names. Let us know your Bubba Gum shrimp experience. I'm just curious on a positive Friday. I'm very curious. It's right next door to us in studio. So at some point, I'm going to have to try it. You have to try it. Yeah. The name is science. How can I not? Exactly. Name is science. Exactly. I would agree. So... Let's take us back because Oilers Nation has become uh, like it's the biggest fan site uh, in Edmonton for for sports fans. They they love it there. Uh, and then, you know, you guys grew that out into Flames Nation and Canucks and Toronto and then HockeyFights.com and Daily Faceoff and everything. But because we I always like to tell people, hey, if you want to start a business, talk to people who had one and it was successful. And, and we've always kind of joked, uh, well, maybe more me joking than you, but uh, like <laughs> Blue Chicago for anybody who used to drive. Uh, down. Yeah, I'm not joking uh, about uh, no blue Chicago. That's a painful memory. On 142nd Street, on 104th. So that was like your first business venture. And it no, that was like my fourth business was venture. It, well, the, yeah, I'd already okay, ruined so, things many times okay, by that point. But that was your first real failed business venture? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it didn't, Why, you count a place closing, failing? Yeah, well, I guess. Well, all right. Well, it's not a fail if you learn. It sat empty for 14 years with the sign still on it. That was also good news. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't mind that. That was great news. Yeah, yeah every, you, every time you drove by it, I'm sure you had a smile on your face. I'll put it to you this way. Had something like Oilers Nation not happened for me, I would be a very different dude, like regretting the past and stuff. But you just got to keep it moving and keep doing new stuff. And so you're a hockey fan. You went to order games with, with your grandma, and I think your grandmother was blind. Yeah, that's Is right. That, that's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, you would sit in the game and you would explain to her kind of what's going on, do a little play by play. So you were always a diehard fan. I would tell jokes about the Oilers to the whole stands. Like I would yell out original Twitter, blurt out garbage about 1995 Oilers, and people would laugh. And I was like, boy, this is living. And then. Now, you have a tech background because yeah. you know how to code, yeah. which if there's like I'm fascinated by it, but not fascinated enough to really learn it because I don't think I could just pick it up and say, hey, guys, like uh, let's sit down and have a like a 
10 minute coding ex, uh, explanation and I'll figure it out. Like, yeah. I'm sure it's, you know, I don't want to, I could take a computer course. I'm not going to say I'm pre code. Whereas Struddy would say he's pre code if he took one, one computer test. Like, Hey, I turn my computer on. I'm, I'm, I'm pre code. But yeah. how, like, how do you become a coder? Well, I, so most coders will like have a couple languages that they work in and you're invariably self-trained, right? And, or you work as part of a team and that's how I do. So I, I understand coding, but I'm not actually like writing code, but I work as part of a team and we architect things and review each other's work. And that's what I spend a lot of my time doing. Yeah. Okay. And so when you started Orders Nation, originally the, 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 the site was Bring Back Smitty, correct? Yeah. BringSmittyHome.com. Oh, BringSmittyHome.com. Bring him home. And he did come home, so it worked. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It yeah. did. But when did you change the name and why did you change from that to Orders Nation? Well, we kind of thought about making an Oilers website. We just thought it would be fun, right? And as a trial balloon, we did the Smitty site to see if we could get a site on the internet. Would people read it? We didn't know anything about anything. It was 2007. And we thought, what can we do that wouldn't really feel like a job? And anything Oilers related anything hockey related even all these years later it still doesn't feel like a job for one second of the day for us well yeah Gretz joins us uh, from Waters Nation now uh, you run a lot of the social uh, media accounts are actually pretty witty I'll give you I'll give you credit for that uh, there's lots of funny jokes you, you've created lots of things that order fans like you seem to know what order fans relate to I think it's probably the biggest way I can compliment because they gravitate to a lot of the Sayings, you know, like obviously in the early days, you know, you joked that you had a huge crush on Jordan Eberle and he kept bags of his hair and people yeah. actually started to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Him too. I think he was a little bit weirded out by it all. That's a good sign. I saw you had him on opening day. Didn't even come up once. It was great. No, no. He's moved on from it. Yeah. But yeah. you did get to meet him once. Did you not? Uh, no, but he texted me when my son was born and that was pretty exciting. That's like meeting him. That's enough. He sent you a text saying He sent me a text saying congratulations. I just about fainted. That was the best thing that happened that day, and my son was born that day. <laughs> right? I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <clears throat> yeah, you must have saved that one. Yeah. So you can t- show your son Jack when he's old enough That's to right. understand what texting is. Hey, this little Jordan Everly guy, yeah, he scored a big goal if you in his career, but... He texts me on your birthday. All of his gear, his baby gear, is Jordan Everly gear that I bought during Jordan Everly's career for when I eventually had a kid. I was like, I don't even know who this kid's going to be, but he needs to wear Jordan Everly onesies and stuff. So throughout his entire life, he's been wearing Everly gear with the Oilers logo on it. So who is your Oiler of 2023 equivalent to Jordan Everly? Well, it was going to be Reed Schaefer until the trade happened. I'd gone all in on this guy so far as buying a Reed Schaefer jersey. You did have a Reed Schaefer jersey. I bought it after he got traded with his training camp 53 on it because I want to remember the good times, which never happened. That was going to be my guy. So now I'm a free agent, not for teams, but for players. Well, don't you have to make a decision before the season starts? I got to look at training camp. I can't just fall in love with the drop of a hat. I don't know who these people are yet. <laughs> so do you have any, like... Well, you know McDavid. Why well, not? Or do you not, do you not do you eliminate the obvious? I don't think Connor McDavid needs anybody to pump his tire. The whole purpose of getting behind Jordan Everly back in the day was to pick one of the big three rookies and be like, that's my guy. Bagmilk got Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I got to pick Jordan Everly, and then we went for it. Because if you're going to go through the decade of darkness, you have to find your own way to be happy. And luckily, memes came along, and we were able to harness the power of meme technology. It's very true. It did. You know, honestly, I, I think Oilers Nation did help a lot of fans because those were some ugly years. Make, make no mistake about it. And, and there was a days where it was to vent for Oilers fans, and there was a lot of reasons to vent. Don't get me wrong. But there was also reasons, like as a sports fan, for the most part, I think the 90% of sports fans who are listening right now like sports because it's going to give them enjoyment. Yeah. It's going to make them happy. And so when their team wins, even if their team only wins 30 games in a year, for those 30 games, they're pretty fired up. Now, it sucks that there's 52 other games where they're not. But I think for the most part, 
what people like about sports is it's it can give them some frustration, but can also give you a lot of jubilation and and camaraderie, and you feel part of something a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's I think the whole ethos behind Oilers Nation, right? You got to make your own fun. So if they're not going to be the best team in the league, you got to find things like I love preseason hockey, Gregor. I love when Ty Ratty steps out of the shadows and just catches fire, and you can incorrectly conclude at this pace he's going to have a hundred point season. Like training camp heroes to me are some of my favorite times throughout the year because random people get a shot, right? Brandon Perlini got a shot, Lamborghini Perlini. These are some of the most exciting times, right? So there's always something to be positive about. There's always something to get excited about, and that's what we tried to make Oilers Nation into. So do you have a few candidates that you think are breakout preseason gods? It's a hard one, right? Like, I don't... I, I want to see these PTOs. I mean, Sam Gagne coming home, that's my boy. But that's not, like, a new thing that Sam Gagne is our hero, right? So, you, you, I don't know. Part of it sometimes is hitching your star to a new guy, too, right? But I don't really see any rooks cracking the lineup this year. Well, there's there's Dylan Holloway, right? Uh, Raphael Lavoie, who just... And he's back skating today. He was in Washington for a few days for the rookie orientation. They, they have it at the NHL for, for rookies who, who they think are maybe going to break into the lineup. So they give him a little bit of a crash course and kind of what to expect in the NHL and a few do's and don'ts. Probably a lot more don'ts. I would say the don'ts are piling up at this age. Yeah, yeah. yeah you definitely uh, want to try to avoid those as yep. much as you can. Yep. Um, Lane Peterson could be a could be a dark horse candidate. Brandon Sutter coming off of Brandon Sutter's COVID. a great story. I hope he finds somewhere in the league to play. Well, I might play in Edmonton. Like, Maybe. I, I watched him, and again, I, I don't put any stock as far as how guys look, but when I watch Brandon Sutter skate around in the captain's skate, I'm watching him, I'm like, okay, he's a right shot. Six foot three. He's winning face-offs. He knows how to play positionally defensively. Like, in theory... He's exactly what Edmonton needs yeah. as a fourth line center, yeah. right? He checks off all the boxes. Veteran, experienced guy, can win faceoffs, a right shot, can kill penalties. A Sutter. Yeah, yeah, so he's going to try hard. Yeah, you know that. Like, you're, you're, you know what you're going to get, right? So, all of that stuff. And so, he, to me, is one of the more fascinating guys to watch because he's been on hockey for two years, not by his own accord, but due to long COVID. And yeah. if his body's recovered enough, I think he makes a lot of sense. Then there's Lane Peterson. And and I got a real good scouting report from him, from my nephew, of course, who played with him in San Jose and says, hey, this is what you expect from him. And he goes, and it was interesting because when we talked about his scouting report, he says the one thing he goes, you watch Lane Peterson very, where he's very good at is he's excellent spinning off of guys down low to create chances. It's not something that I would normally necessarily hear from a bottom six type of player. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are some of the things I, I watch for. But, you know, they're, they're, you're right. This year's Oilers team has the fewest job openings I ever recall, because really I see one. Like, I, if you want to say there's a battle for the number six defense spot between Broberg and DeHarnay, I'll totally agree with you. But after that, there's like four guys battling for one spot on the fourth line. Is my boy Sam going to make the team? It's a good question, man. I, you know what? Uh, I, I, I had a little text message exchange with Sam after he signed, Ooh. and, um, he, you know, he, he talked about his hip, and he's feeling really good. Like, yeah. and, and when you're hurt... For a long, and players know, and, and I don't care anybody out there. You can play weekend warrior hockey, ball hockey, baseball, basketball, you name it. I don't care what you're playing. You know when you're a little nicked up, right? And you just, you can't do what you're capable of. I'm assuming when you're an elite level athlete, it's even much more noticeable and probably way more frustrating. And so he just, he's pain free. He feels really good. He's had a really good summer. He feels quicker. And so you come into camp with all those confident, positive thoughts about yourself and, and the fact that I'm a big believer in, when Sam Gagne comes to Edmonton, 
It's like me when I golf at Blackhawk. Mm. I'm not a very good golfer most places, but I'm at Blackhawk. I walk into the course. I'm like, I'm going to have a good day because that's where I shot my two best rounds of my life. So yep. automatically, that's all I think about. Some other courses I go there and I'm just like, God, I hate this place. Well, I might as well not even play, right? Now, Gagne is obviously a little bit mentally tougher than I am. But I think Sam Gagne, if there is a place where he's going to excel, I think there's as good of a chance here as anywhere else. I also think, though, he might be a guy who signs a contract that has him start in the American League because injuries are going to occur. And Edmonton, like if Edmonton was carrying a 23-man roster, Wanye, I think it would be a no-brainer yep. Gagne's on the team. But yep. I think because it's a 21, it makes it a little bit more difficult. We had him on the Real Life podcast the day after he signed, and we were exuberant. We were so happy. We had fireworks. We were shooting. And it was interesting to see his mentality, right? Like, he is not counting on anything having happened because he signed a PTO, and he is not – like, he's coming here to take a spot. And his determination to come back from his injury this summer, if he had a hip replaced – for four years, I would milk that injury. You wouldn't see me out. I wouldn't do anything. But poor old Sam's in the pool. I saw him on Instagram all summer working on it. Like the left level of effort this guy is going through just to get back in the league is commendable. PCE says on uh, YouTube, guys, Gagne's a lock to make the team. Do That's what I'm talking about. Question it. Yes. Uh, also, Confidence. Uh, Filthy from Calgary says, come on, Wanye. Holloway's the obvious guy to be rooting for in the preseason. Do you think Hollywood Holloway? Oh, why not? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I have to get caught up in the whimsy of the moment. I have to see something happen, like when Jordan Eberle scored that goal in his first game. Remember? Mm -hmm. That oh, was an oh. easy win. Oh, I remember. I remember going screaming down below at Rexall Place. Well, back in the old days when, yeah. when like, the most... At times, on a Saturday night, it was the busiest bar in Edmonton. Absolutely. And I went running down, and I bought a Jordan Eberle jersey, and I came back up and sat down. So between him scoring that goal and me having an Eberle jersey, 10 minutes tops. And this old guy leans over and says to me, son, did you just buy that jersey because that guy scored that goal? And I look back at him. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen anyone do at a game. I'm like, you don't know Jordan Eberle yet. <laughs> well, it turns out that was a good decision, yeah, right? right it was. Second year, he scored 34 goals, 76 points. Still have the jersey, never washed once. That's kind of disgusting. Good for luck. You've never washed it? Never like, once. It's got like beer stains. Oh, shooter stains on the front Coke of it. Oh, the best. How do you not wash it? Connor has those old socks. No, he doesn't. He changed them. Did he really? Yeah. That's not a ones. good... Why? Because we all made fun of his hobbit feet? No, no. <laughs> because he... <laughs> Because he was like, I need new socks. He wanted to get him. He found some finally that were uh, were better grip. Because that was like the reason why one, I didn't like him. I hope he kept the old socks. Well, I, I, you know what? Sidney Crosby uses a jock from Novice. Yeah, but it's a jock. And that's why he's Sidney Crosby. Yeah, but, but guess what? Now, Connor tried to get these socks re-sewn. Eventually, he didn't like it because it was uncomfortable. That's why I wanted to get And he found some socks that had grip. Because the reason why he kept wearing those was because he felt, and, and hey, when you're the best skater in that world, I'm not going to question it. And he was like, I feel like my foot slips a little yeah. bit in the skate, so I need grip on the socks. And I was like, okay, it makes sense. Hold he on, you talked to Connor about his socks? Oh, yeah. We had a this is a hard-hitting journalism. Oh. I listened to Sport 1444, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and Connor talked about it pretty openly, right? He's just like, hey, man, like I can't find him anywhere else. And then uh, late in the year, probably a month or so later, uh, I noticed one day he had some new socks on. I'm like, oh, he got some new socks. He goes, yeah, they finally found some for me. I think he got vulnerable for the first time in his life because people saw his hobbit feet and mocked him. That's what I think happened. Yeah, well, nah, I don't He's think. also got that collarbone thing in his shirt. Oh, yeah. He's got those weird you, you deals. You guys on had there. that. Yeah. Well, that's me and my Jordan Everly jersey. It's covered in shots of sourpuss from 2015, just like how Connor wears old socks. Greatness. Greatness, Gregor. Uh, hey, guys, uh, didn't Connor get his socks from the trampoline park? From Cat Dad. 
Hey, I will say this. The trampoline socks are mighty, mighty grippy. But they're a little too thick, I think, to wear in hockey skates. What on earth are you talking about? You've never been, you've never been in a trampoline park, have you? Not in my life. Well, you wait till your son's old enough. You'll go to the oh, trampoline and then park. You get special trampoline well, socks? Well, yeah, you got to get the trampoline you socks because trampoline otherwise socks. kids are blowing a wheel, man. They're all out there. It's like uh, they're just, it's like literally they're trying to skate with skate guards on. It Remember doesn't that work. show Slam Ball? Back yes. in the day, is it yes. Slam Ball Park Edition? Is that what we're dealing with? Well, it's not that aggressive. Oh. It's not that physical, but you know what? It's close. It's close. It's, it's, it's all depends on your child's fear factor level. Some kids are in there, man, because you can go to the certain trampolines and you can bounce off the walls, right? They're bouncing all over. They've got the trampolines on the side of the wall. You can t- try to be Bo Jackson and run up the side and bounce off. And, you know, there's always a few malfunctions at the junctions. I've seen a few, you know, a few slobber knockers accidentally with kids bumping into each other midair, right? That's just part of it. Like if you, if you don't get hurt at the trampoline park, are you really trying Kids today have it good. You know what we did for fun when we were little? We went to a salt mine and worked eight hours a day, and we were glad to have the work. We didn't have all these trampoline parks and well, Netflix. Hey, dude, the trampolines. Like, so we have a trampoline for my son now, and it has, like, the safety net on the side, which is actually quite good because he played, and they have a basketball net now on the trampoline. Slam so ball he's, training. He's, he's practicing all his dunks. Of he loves course. it. But, you know, when you go in there and you play and you can bounce off the side, it's way better. Like, I remember we used to have uh, the trampoline. And most people out there, if, if you grew up, you're a kid of the 70s, the 80s, or the 90s. One of your buddies had a trampoline. At some point, you tried jumping off a fence. Or you may, at, if you're really dumb slash uh, living on the edge like we were, you would try it off the garage roof thinking this is a good idea. Right? And I've seen, like, you know, your buddy double jumps you, double bounces you. You're over the fence. It's happened quite a bit. Like, it's much safer. But here's the thing. I don't know how many, like, most of us survived, right? Like, I'm sure, Not all of us, but most of us made yeah, it. Somebody had an, an accident. But Timmy. it is, like, safer, yes. But, like, just think about it for a moment. When you were double bounced by your friend, and the next thing you know, you're flying over the fence into the neighbor's yard. For those few half seconds. You were living. It was jubilation. <laughs> you were living. Uh, Jason Greger, Wanya Gretz with you on Sports 1440, Edmonton Sports Talk Radio Station. Text us at 833-401-1440 in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Uh, We'll return with the grandfather of Sports Talk Radio. Another OG in the digital platform next on The Gregor Show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's right. Our title sponsor, always happy to have uh, Play Alberta on board. We love it. Try it out. Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. Stay within your limits. It's Jason Greger, Wanye Gretz with you. We are coming to you live from the Ewell studio, sponsored by your local electrical distributor. They always like to say, stay tuned for an electrifying show that'll light up your life. This place is a palace. Going around the inside there, I could not believe how nice the backstage area is here. You know what? We, What I noticed about that, there's a big pool table. There's a bar. There's a full bar. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're hanging out at Nashville's, uh, and you got a pool table, I assume, from Nashville's. Yeah, we are... <laughs> Nashville. It's Nashville's in here. Oh, it These is, kids don't know. It is pretty big. but um, Do you remember Palladium? Yes, of course. This is Palladium. Oh. That's what this is. No, yeah. wasn't Palladium downstairs? Oh, it was two levels. They, you're yeah. right. It yeah. was two levels of fun. There yeah. you go. Interesting. So you're basically broadcasting from Palladium. My right sister now. used to work at Palladium back in the day. It's come full circle. Now I work at Palladium. Oh, well, there so you go. I don't get paid to be here. <laughs> that was uh, that fantastic. That oh. uh, Gregor. Gretz uh, uh, joins us as... Now we are going to go around the NHL, brought to you by McDonald's. The Tasty Breakfast Trio. Something the one you has every day. Damn right it is. Sausage or chicken McMuffin. Sausage or chicken McGriddles. With hash browns and a small premium roast coffee for only a five spot. Right now at McDonald's. And uh, we welcome in. Now, these two can't be in the same room. The OGs, you know what? Like they're, you know, there's a lot of competition on the online world. So they like to, they rarely like to be seen in the same room. As we welcome in Low Tide. Uh, LT, how you doing? I'm very well. It's a beautiful day. I, I don't know how many more of these we have, but this is gorgeous today. Oh, it's outstanding. Now, uh, Al, you've been blogging for quite some time. All right. Uh, yes. wh- what were your initial thoughts of uh, when a young Wanye Gretz appeared on the blogging scene? Well, I, I you know, I, ne- I never view people as competition because uh, I felt like the more the merrier and the, the more places to stop uh, along the way that any reader had would be good for me and good for, for everybody. And I think that's still true. Uh, it's 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 flooded now, but I still think people go to lots of different sites. So I also, you know, I learned early on that, that good thought starters are reading well-written articles by other people. So I think I probably welcomed him. I remember you being very nice. It was an honor then and an honor now to talk to you, LT. Well, see, I mean, I, I, either I'm a great liar or I genuinely like you. One of the two. I feel as though I've made it. I can see Bubba Gum Shrimp from where I'm sitting at the mall. <laughs> I can see Gregor from where I'm sitting. It is all going very well. It's good to see it. I love it. I love it. But the, the, and the other thing is that, that I think that, and this is very true with Wanye and others uh, that I have read over the years, is that you go, you know how hard the job is to think of something every day or every couple of days. So you really respect people who can do it for more than, you know, a year or whatever. 100%. Because it's, it's hard because, you know, everybody's thinking about the, the, you know, the ideas and you can't really, 
you know, you can't reinvent the wheel. There's somebody's going to write an article this week about Connor McDavid scoring 65 goals. So, you know, we all are sort of swimming in the, we're fishing in the same pool for ideas. So uh, I respect people who have longevity because it's tough. Al, uh, we look at, we've talked a lot of the orders uh, so far today. So I want to get a, a quick thoughts. When, when you look around the Pacific Division, Calgary, Vancouver, which team do you think has a better chance to get back to the postseason this year? Well, I think there's going to be regression, more re- good regression in, in Calgary. Mangiapane is going to be better. Uh, Huberto has to be better. And, and they and the goaltending should be better. Like, Vancouver, to me, is a team that 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 has simply waited too long to, to rebuild and now they're they've got they've got some really nice players like like Hughes and Pedersen, but they, they have a big hole between them and anything that's coming up that's gonna push and be better. Calgary I think is a pretty solid veteran team. They've got really good defense and they didn't trade the players they they, they probably should have this summer, so they're gonna they're gonna go into free agency with a lot of very valuable players. I think Calgary's a, a better team. Uh, that might not be the the case next year, depending upon who they can sign or not sign. But Calgary's a better bet this year. Are you surprised? Because Craig Conroy at the start of the summer said, hey, I don't want to go in to, uh, to next season in a similar situation where we have all these pending UFAs. Yet here we are a few weeks away from training camp, uh, basically a month away from the start of the regular season. And they're all pending UFAs. Now, some of them, might, like, you know, when people say, oh, Backlund won't be back, I'm sorry, Backlund's going to be 36. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. too worried about yeah. that one, right? Uh, we know that, like, Hannafin's been on, Hannafin's not re-signing in Calgary. Some guys just don't want to. That's their prerogative. It's fine. So, depending on where they're at. And, you know, they'll survive. Guys like that, yeah, he's a good player, but you'll probably survive without him. It's Lindholm. What, what's your expectations there? Do you ultimately, I still think he's going to resign in Calgary because I think they might just give him the long-term deal. I'm not sure it's going to be the best thing for the organization to have that many guys long-term, but that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I, I think they're going to give him a deal like, I don't know if it'll be as much or more than Huberdo, but they're locked in. They're, they're in a tough spot because they're, they're, they're going to pay big money for people who aren't the best left winger or center in the division, and they have to because they're, as you said, Hannafin's not coming back. He's probably going to end up in Boston or, or on the Eastern Seaboard somewhere, and that's a really big loss, and they don't want to trade him because they want the fan base to be satisfied with the product. They're in a, they are in a tough spot, and I agree with you. I think they're going to sign, you know, Backlund is, it, I mean, fine, but it doesn't, it doesn't move the needle. The, the, the free agents that still have prime years left are the key. They're going to lose Hannaf and they can't afford to lose another one of them. I think Calgary's in a really tough spot, Jason. Right now, they, they almost have no choice. They've got to sign them. Uh, and and the Huberdo deal, man, they need to find a center that can, can help Huberdo score those goals and Barkov's not coming here. So that's going to be a tough one. They're, I think Calgary's in a really tough spot and I think Conroy took over at a really dangerous time. Well, I really think they got to find a shooter for Huberto. He's been a pass-first guy his whole career, and there's nothing wrong with that. But 
you know, they got to find somebody who can finish because he's he's more of a playmaker. Always has been, always will be. And, you know, I think the 115-point season is something that nobody should really expect. You know, that was a career high. It's great. I think his next highest is 92 points. So when you look at a guy like Hubert, I still think he can get back to 85 points. That doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. But they're going to need yeah. – they, they need a shooter uh, to play with him. And, you know, even when Lindholm had his 40-goal season there with Goudreau and Kachuk, that was kind of an aberration to have three guys all 40-goal players. It just doesn't happen. Uh, very often. Uh, that leads me to the Los Angeles Kings, who, of course, made a big deal uh, acquiring Dubois in the offseason. But they gave away a lot of forward depth in order to get him, right? They, they they made some moves on the back end as well. Dursey's out. Where, and their goaltending, right? They're hoping that Cam Talbot can uh, be reunited with Todd McClellan. Where do you come out on the Kings? I think the Kings are... are Despite getting PLD, I think they're 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 closer to flat than they are uh, improving. The only the only thing I will say is Brad Clark uh, and a couple of the forwards. If they spike, then the the, the Kings are going to be something else. But the, I don't think their goaltending is is uh, you know I don't think it's going to put them into the top two or three in the division. They're going to be fighting for a playoff spot, and I I I, I do wonder. You know, I, I like Kaliev a lot, and I like the big center a lot, but they played NHL games for a couple or more years now. It's time for them to go. It's sort of like that's like Broberg. They need to spike, and if they do, then Los Angeles is going to be a, a really difficult out in the playoffs. But if they don't, then I think that, that the last couple of years' versions of the Kings might be the best that Todd McClellan has there because if they start going backwards, they'll probably replace the coach in L.A. You know me, Gregor. I don't cheer for any team other than the Oilers, and I want the whole Pacific to crumble to dust so that the Oilers gain the division title they deserve so heartily. I'm happy to see everyone doing terribly. I worry more when players want to stay in Calgary. When they dip, I'm like, yeah, exactly, Kachuk. Finally, you're thinking. Huberdeau contract is probably one of the top five things that happened to the Oilers. Like, that is a behemoth of a contract he's never going to live up to. That's a great line. I love that. <laughs> it's probably fair. Uh, LT, quickly before we go, uh, your Eagles and the NFC, what, what's your expectation this year? Now, I know you always, oh, geez, the Eagles, you know, if they can get nine wins, that'll be good. But, okay, get, get past the BS. Tell me realistically, what's your expectations from uh, from your QB, who's very good, and uh, the rest of the lineup that's pretty solid? I think they I think they win the division. I think they win um, – well, they win more than 10 games, maybe 11 or 12, but I don't think they win the Super Bowl unless Hertz takes one more step forward because I think he's very good, but the Super Bowl showed that the, the, the Eagles have a really good quarterback, but now they're paying him, and uh, Mahomes is last night aside. I still can't believe how many drop balls and misses the receivers had, but I think that, that if if – the quarterback improves a little more, like another step forward, that I think the Eagles could win the Super Bowl. And I do think they'll win the division, uh, despite the fact that Dallas will probably be better, and I hate Dallas. LT, Gregor's looking at me here. I don't know anything about the NFL, but I listen to you, and I want to know one thing. I want to know how you think the Oilers are going to do this year, because you're always right. I think they'll win the Pacific, and I think they'll win the Stanley Cup. What on earth just happened at the 1440 Studios? <laughs> You do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I think they're, they're – guys, there's just too much. <laughs> there's just too much. Wow. Oh, I don't, you're sitting there shocked. Like, 
most people have the orders as a legit cup contender one. And, and I honestly, I think your reaction, there's lots of order fans who deep down want to believe it, but almost don't want to get their hopes up. But Edmonton's good. Like, Edmonton's really good. They could have won the cup last year. They had two bad second yep. periods in the fifth and, and sixth games against Vegas. Like, horrible second periods. And and that cost them. Dry Subtle talked about it yesterday, no question. So, um, yeah, the orders... You know, being a legit contender, to me, I think that's obvious. But as we all know, you get to the playoffs, who knows what can happen. You know, Colorado's good. Dallas is good. You know, Vegas is obviously good. There'll be some Eastern teams. But when, when you've got McDavid and Drysaddle, that just gives you a massive advantage to start. And then you just got to have everybody else rise up with them. So I think it's going to be a good yep. year for Emmett. I'm with Al. I do believe the Oilers are going to win their first division since 1987. Do you think they're going to win the Cup, too? Come on, Greg. Well, I won't make my Cup prediction just yet. Oh. I like to wait. I, I want to see who's the breakout uh, preseason player. That's a, that's a oh, key that's a, piece you know, to the that's puzzle. That's the key thing. I, yep. always, I like to really overvalue yep. preseason games. I stand by my Ty Ratty eight-year contract <laughs> offer that I thought would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I stand behind it. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Al, have a great weekend. Uh, you boys have a great one, too. Have a good Bye-bye. weekend. It's uh, Al Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide and the uh, Oil Report, brought to you by Volvo of Edmonton. When we return, it'll be uh, Wanya Gretz's debut in five questions. Can't wait for this and more on The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Oh, the Brass Bonanza. It's been too long, baby. It has been too long. Love having it back. It's been a good frame of mind. It truly does. And I'm not even making that up. I hear the song. Puts a smile on my face. Uh, I know there's lots of people out there. We get, we get texts all the time how the, you know, their young kids have been in the car with them now and they love Pause of Friday because they know the song's coming on all the time. So it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's great to have it back. It's great to have, uh, so many of our listeners back at Sports 1440, uh, involved in the text line 833-401-1440. Uh, many watching now on the uh, live stream for, uh, Orders Nation. So you can check that out. Uh, and be sure to subscribe. Uh, we get to the 20,000 mark, which we're, we're definitely trending to. So subscribe button. We want it. Make sure you subscribe when you get there. Uh, you can see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, which is fantastic. And also, uh, we'll be giving away, uh, some tickets to see the, uh, orange and blue in October for, uh, anybody who's a subscriber. So you can check that out right now. Orders Nation on, uh, YouTube. Uh, we got some, uh, funny comments on there. Hey, boys, I, uh, speaking of trampolines, I accidentally, uh, double, uh, bounced the, uh, snot on my son when he weighed the same as a normal pot roast. Pretty sure I was going to go to jail until he started laughing when he got up and yelled again. So there you go. Young kids, right? Like the man, in a lot of cases, you know, you see them fall. Everybody's probably had that. I still remember, uh, that probably three seconds of, Utteral fear when my son, my wife's out. It's her first time she goes out of town. So it's boys weekend. My son was probably, you know, a year and a half, whatever. And I'd taken care of my son a lot. So that part didn't bother me. So we were playing downstairs. We had an unfinished basement back then. So, you know, you can play whatever. You don't care if you're uh, ripping the poly off the walls or whatever. And we're coming up the stairs. Our stairs carpeted and it's pretty tall. We probably had like 15 stairs and I'm ahead of my son and, and he's carrying up. Uh, I think he's carrying up a blanket. I can't remember what it was. He gets to the second top stair and he just loses his balance. And I turn around and all I see is a cartwheel. And my son's going down the stairs. I'm just like, oh, my God. And I get to the bottom. Of course, he's crying. Right. So you run down there. You're OK. And he's fine. And it, was, it wasn't hurt at all. Right. But man, like I think most parents have had that oof for a second of just like a fear. You're just like, oh, my God, like son might break his neck here. But. Kids are very, you know what? They're they're gumbylish, gumbyish at that age. So uh, luckily he was uh, he was up and around, and um, you know, obviously uh, I, I told my wife later on because whatever. But uh, 
Um, it was still, I can visualize it now. Exactly. And thankfully, I haven't had one of those moments. So I could see when you double bounce your son. And, you know, as a dad, you get caught up in the moment. And, you know, father instincts are great. But sometimes you're still a young guy at heart. And you're like, well, I'll give him a little bit of juice. And next thing you know, a little pot roast is flying up six, eight feet. You ever seen a pot roast fly through the summer night? <laughs> yeah. I have. Well, I can see it. You've probably done it, right? Like, how old's Jack? I don't understand why trampolines are suddenly like this thing I seem to have missed out on my entire life. I don't know that I've been on a trampoline. What? I don't know that I have. I didn't grow up in a bounce world, apparently, like you did, where every oh where you lived Beverly Hills, geez. every backyard had a trampoline. Buddy, we were in the rough streets of Leduc on 65 Apache Crescent. Trust me. It was not the uh Every other house has rollers. a trampoline. Every yeah. other house has a Rolls Royce. Oh, no, no. We had we had to go over to the, you know, to the higher end part uh, of, of Leduc at that point, like on Corinthia Drive. My, those people. Yeah, live. exactly. That's where uh, I think it was Chris Floden. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was Chris Floden. His dad was a police officer. I remember his house because he had a police dog and uh, very well tamed. But anybody who's had a police dog knows, like, you know, they're friendly, but they're a police dog. So you're not, like, roughhousing with them because all of a sudden the dog's taking you down in two seconds. But, yes, I remember being Chris Floden's house where I was double bounced over the fence into the neighbor's yard. Over, under, on your pot roast size? Were you larger than a pot roast? Oh, no, dude. I was probably 12 or 13. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, it was it was fun and very scary at the same time, right? Like those seconds where you're going through the air and as you're crossing over the fence, you're like, oh, this isn't going to feel good. But no, I got up. I just learned. You uh, cleared an eight foot fence. Well, we were on the trampoline, right? So when they double bound, yeah, you've yeah. never, well, you've never been on I've a trampoline. I've seen double bouncing. Yeah. I'm not I can't living in a bubble. Who's never been on a trampoline? How many? Okay, text in, please. Has anyone else never been on a trampoline? Like, you remind me of Phoebe Buffay right now, and she's never ridden a bicycle. And you, as a child, never had... Wait, wait. Are you raising your hand, Connor Halley? He's waving to people. I was at waving us. at oh, people in the mall. I, I, I did that like, a few times. Are you telling me you've never been on... I was just like, what? Who am I living with in studio right <laughs> This now? is strange that people just sort of walk up yeah. and we're like fishing in an aquarium. I Remember wanna... when the mall used to have flamingos? Yeah, yeah. We're the new flamingos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yes. I just want to be the greeter. So when people come by and wave, they get me like. Yeah, because yeah. well, Connor's, you can't see. Connor's yeah. looking out, right? I'm looking towards yeah. Con, so my back's towards the uh, the window. So but maybe I have to maybe I have to adjust my seat now. <laughs> give him a, give him the, like the queen wave. Yeah. One hander. How you doing? So I like it. Let's get to uh, five questions now brought to you by the brick. And who, baby. Oh, by the way, the brick. Great place. Located just down from us, actually. And they're building just a massive new location. I see it on 137th Avenue and 170th Street down on the West End. It's going to be huge. So uh, obviously it looks like it's going to be some sort of distribution center. But anyway, right now at the Brick, they got their tent sale going on 60%. That's six zero on original price for clearance items. You can get the best below-cost clearance items right now at the Brick and thebrick.com. Trampoline? It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys. Question number one, since we'll have Bruce Boucher on the show in about uh, 30 minutes time. If you were to be hiring a new NHL coach, but they have to be available, who would be at the top of your list? I'll go first. Dallas Aikens, of course. (laughs) Dallas Aikens hockey needs to come back. You missed the swarm? I missed the swarm. I think he had a lot of good ideas about chopping wood and carrying water. Recently, there was an interview with Nail Yakupov. Seemed to endorse his coaching style. Let's get di- let's get him back, Dallas. <laughs> um, oof, who would I go? That's uh, I'm going to go off the board a little bit. I'm going to go with Joel Ward. I-, I think Joel Ward... Um, 
Now, I'm putting him in the kind of the Andrew Burnett category. Yeah, he doesn't have a ton of coaching experience of being an assistant coach. He's a very, very cerebral player. There's just certain guys I think that would make good coaches, very good communicator. Now, I think he would need a good X and O's assistant coach, but I'm going to go with Joel Ward. Question number two. The Elks obviously take on the Stampeders tomorrow. Labor Day rematch over at Play Alberta right now. The Elks are coming in as favorites, and the over-under is set at 48.5 points. If you were throwing some money down this weekend on this matchup, uh, where would it go? Well, it hit the over on Monday. And you know me. I God. Lots of times the rematch here, it's the second day. Now there's that extra day. I think it's going to be under. So that, And you know me, Collins. Like, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like picking the under. But I'm going to take the under. I'll predict fireworks. Elks are favorites. What is going on? There's going to be a beatdown. Calgary. How about over under? Over. Over. All right. Yeah, over. All Fireworks. Right. I love it. Okay. Question number three. We had a fun game last night, entertaining right till the very end. Uh, coming up on Sunday and or Monday, what do you think will be the most entertaining game in the NFL? Young Aaron Rodgers against the Bills. Let's go Jets. <laughs> J-E-T-S. Um, that's a good pick. You know what, cons? It's pause of Friday. And for pure entertainment value, I think Connors, Chargers, and the Miami Dolphins, there's lots of offensive talent on both sides. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, entertaining game. I'm going to go Chargers, Dolphins. I like that pick. I'm hoping for a blowout, but I, I think you're right. I think it's going to be high-scoring and a close one. Question number four. We don't have a team out in Edmonton yet, but uh, with the PWHL launching, if you had to hop on a bandwagon, which team are you going to become a supporter of? Who did Kia Nurse sign to? Well, she's in basketball, so... Oh, oh Sarah. Sarah Nurse. Sarah Nurse. Sarah Nurse. Who'd she sign to? Ooh, Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Noah Gregor, Toronto. That's who I'm going with. Toronto. Um... Oof. Um... Well, which of the cities do I like the best? I will go with, I don't know why, just Minnesota just seems like a team that, like, there's nothing I really hate about Minnesota. I actually went to Six Flags once in Minnesota. It's like one of the greatest road trips of my life. So I will go with Minnesota. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Cons, what about you? Yeah. Oh, I think I'll go with New York. No okay. real reason for it. Big city. Bright Just because they were the last team to announce their three. You're like, I like that. Yeah, I like okay. kind of playing it cool, playing mm-hmm. it coy. That's I, your that's your strategy. I like that. You might be able to attract some free agents going to that big market, you know. So I'll go New York. I don't usually associate with New York teams, but I'm going to make an exception here. Final question for you guys today. It is uh, Friday. That makes this a hypothetical Friday. You can have any type of pet you want. No limit on size or expense. What animal are you going to bring into your house. I want one dozen live Bubba Gump shrimp in a pail, doing tricks. That's how I'm living. Well, so they're in my house. It can't be that big, right? Because I never, I don't want a big animal in the house just in case they have an accident because then you got to clean it up. So that would be brutal. Shrimp don't do that. No, no. Well, they do, but it's just not a lot. It's in the water, so you don't really have to clean it. You just dump it down the sink. So Gross. a fish, hey, I had a fish tank. I had to clean it, but it was definitely not the same as, you know, a dog or a cat. I would go, like, what would be a unique animal? You know what? I'd want one of those talking parakeets. 
Like, well, you know, the white ones are bouncing their head around and, you know, they just look like they're having a great time, right? You could teach them some words. Like, I know everybody always laughs when you teach them the swear word, but I want to teach them some kind of comedy words or something. More so a few words that maybe would irritate my wife. That's what it'd be. I'd just have the bird because then you couldn't get mad at me. Be like, well, I didn't say it. I have no idea what's going on here. So, Connor, if he gets this bird, he's going to train it to use the board. So you got to yeah. keep a sharp eye out. This bird never arrives. Oh, like I, honestly, like yeah. those birds look like, and they just seem like like they're very confident, right? Like they got a lot of style. They got a lot of flair, right? Like the hairdo on the top. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Cons? Thought long and hard about this one. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to go with a penguin. I think it'd be cool to have a penguin just waddling around the house. I don't know what I have to do if I have to, like put the temperature down or anything like that. But oh, of course you do. A little penguin in the house. I think that'd be really cool to have. These are hard questions. Can I get them like a month in advance going forward? Uh, probably what, NFL probably game. Like I don't know. Seven hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a six-hour window next time. I thought you did fine. Well, Kia nurse. No. Bit of a mistake. Yeah. Bit of a slip up. Hey Week guys, one. I like this one. Pet has to be a sloth <laughs> from uh, the Lamb Hammer. Hmm. Well, slots are pretty cuddly, right? You see them sometimes, like when people help them across the road, then they give them a big hug. You really? Those? Well, I've seen those. You know what? I, I make that statement based solely on a few videos I've seen online, which <laughs> might not be an accurate depiction of sloth life, but they seem quite thankful based on the limited video experience that I've had. They got claws, though, and those claws, they can activate. Shrimp don't have claws. They have delicious insides. I do love shrimp. We might have to try, but we might have to give Bubba Gump a sponsor, man. We're giving him a lot of plugs here. You know I'm bringing Bubba Gump next week, whether they pay or not. Yeah, we might have to talk about that. I like it. Uh, Let's get to a Sports Center update now, brought to you by Edmonton Kubota. They're excited to be back on the air with Sports 1440. And they're so excited that right now, all of their compact BX tractors, you can get financing 0% for 84 months. It's a long time. Shop online, edmontonkubota.com. Here is the con man and a sports 1440 update.